episode 23. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in to another podcast. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you're listening to The Raider and the Saint. I just want to first and foremost thank all my listeners and supporters out there, especially during these hard times. I want to thank uh, all my listeners from across the pond, uh, people from Russia, Ukraine, Switzerland. I also want to thank uh, my top listeners from last week. Nish Yo, Laura Lou, and Danny Barrios. I want to thank you guys for t- tuning in and, and thank you for listening. Just can't can't thank enough and be thankful enough for everybody that, that's been supporting me through this journey, through this uh, miraculous journey of me transforming into, uh, into getting into transhumanism and plugging in and being with the Matrix just like the elite want us to do. I'm just kidding. Nothing really going on, just me going to work, me battling the corona, me uh, just staying focused and just hoping for the best, doing my part. You know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but yesterday I picked up an extra large pizza from Shout Out to Rose's Pizza. I got to give them a shout out on IG as well. Uh, they make these huge pizzas as big as this table. And I, I bought one yesterday and I brought it home and I fed all my neighbors with it, you know, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm trying to do my part. And I hope everybody else is, you know, during these, these tough times, man, and we're all going through it. I'm, I'm going through it and I'm just staying positive and keep my head up and I'm not going to sit here and, and, and talk on my uh porcelain stool or seat whatever you want to call it i'm just going to get straight into this podcast i've been waiting to get this guy on um he works at a longevity center that we'll get into um so i want to thank my guest for showing up his name is talon ellathorpe he is the practice manager at testing longevity so i'm going to welcome him to the show what's up talon how you hey, doing brother how you doing man I'm doing I'm good man. to be here thanks for having me on no worries man it's anytime man you're always welcome i'm honored too Tell the people a little bit about yourself and, and, and what you do for, for the city of Tustin. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm the practice manager of an integrated medical office. We're, we're a family medicine primary care clinic that's uh, right here in the heart of Tustin, Orange County. And uh, we, we try to keep people well. We're called a longevity center. We practice integrative medicine, which, which is basically I, the way I like to describe it is our doctors do what all the other you know, typical doctors do. We just have a bigger toolbox, and uh, we spend a little bit more time with our patients. Um, our doctors really want to get to know what's going on with a patient, uh, past, present, and future. So they're they're spending an hour, sixty minutes of FaceTime with every single patient, first mm-hmm. appointment. So they're they're going back as far as uh, the patients. You know, where where were you born? How mm-hmm. were you born? What was life like as a kid growing up? And they're trying to put together a picture, sort of like a detective. What got you here? And mm-hmm. um, you know, what 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 challenges are you dealing with? So, I think we've got an awesome team of providers at our office. We currently have um, five 
five physicians at our office, and uh, they're just they're just awesome, and it's just humbling working with them every day. Blessed to see uh, patients coming in and getting better. Um, and I love what I do. I love my job is just to support them and make sure that they have the tools and uh, the support to do to do their job well. Now, do you guys what kind of integrative medicine do you guys use? Are you guys using vitamins or or yeah. stuff like the other doctors? If you go to a, a clinic, they give you you know ibuprofen and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Uh, Integrative medicine is is sort of the way I describe it. It's like the crossroads of um, the more holistic type of medicine, where you're talking about you know vitamins and uh, homeopathy and all all that sort of stuff, and then your your standard of care, typical medical care in the United States. So all of our doctors are are uh, standard trained physicians. They've worked you know went went, went to typical medical school, worked at, at uh, in, in 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 their specialties in the field, whether it was in hospitals or in clinics. But they just they just wanted more. They just felt like that wasn't the full picture, the full solution. So they went on to study um, a little bit more into nutrition and prevention. Mm-hmm. So integrative medicine is they they they'll see patients and do everything that a normal doctor will do for you, but they're going to focus more on um, on your nutrition, on your on your lifestyle, on your exercise, which surprisingly most doctors are not very trained in in medical school. Mm-hmm. You'd be you'd be shocked to to learn that your doctor knows very little. Most doctors know very little about uh, proper nutrition. They're mm-hmm. taught macronutrition, mm-hmm. but they focus on pharmacology, the study of of drugs basically, and how it interacts with your physiology. You would think that something that we do three to you know seven times a day, put something from the outside world into our bodies mm-hmm. over and over and over again, would play a big part in your health. Mm-hmm. And I think we sort of innately get that, but it gets brushed over like, oh yeah, you should eat well. Oh, okay, well, what is well? Mm-hmm. So our doctors have just really uh, become passionate about focusing on that thing that we do every single day, putting food into our bodies, and, and have studied it and have researched what good nutrition actually is because there's a lot of fad diets and eat this don't eat that what's good today they're telling you Mm -hmm. don't eat tomorrow so we just slow things down and um and look at each patient as an individual and figure out what what is best for them um if we can we're going to try to get you know obviously drugs are are there for a purpose and and i would want to be in no other country in the world if i ever had a medical emergency thank god we live in the united states of america and we have access to the drugs and the interventions that we have here. But I think we've messed up where um, that has become the go-to. We want a quick fix. We want that magic bullet, that mm-hmm. pill to take to feel better right away. But at what cost, right? Mm-hmm. At what cost do all these drugs and their side effects have on our bodies? Because they don't fix the underlying problem. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, uh, that's what our doctors are going to try and do with their patients is get them as health, get their body in its optimal state possible because our bodies are fearfully and wonderfully made, I believe. And mm-hmm. they know how to heal themselves if you give it the tools to do it. So we want to take patients off of the drugs uh, if we can um, mm-hmm. and replace that with a healthy lifestyle just so that they can live their best what, life. What type of patients are you getting in? in to All types. The, all types. All types, yeah. So I got cancer. Yes. What can you guys do for me? Yes. Um, I got diabetes. What can you do for me? Yep. What is that outcome percentage? I mean, if you're allowed to talk about that, you know, yeah. people coming in and going, hey, man, mm-hmm. 
you know, I got off of the insulin shots and I got off of, right. you know, taking these, these medications. And now I'm, I mean, because I've known people who got their like, uh, type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. and they would get on this strict diet of just fruits and vegetables and, and they got better. Yep. Now, the doctor, they go back to the doctor and say, no, well, you got to still continue to take your medication. Right. What do you, what would you guys say to someone like that? I, I think we, we do an amazing job, especially when it comes to chronic diseases like diabetes of, of getting people better. I, I, I mean, I guess the, if I were having a health crisis, I would go to us yeah. <laughs> certainly, no, yeah. but I, 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 I work there. And so I, I get to hear and do, you know, the things our doctors preach already. Um, you're, you're kind of asking, you know, what, what do we do? Who do we see? We see young and old. We see sick and healthy. We see the acutely ill, somebody that just was diagnosed with something like for the first time. Yeah, I just found out I had stage four colon cancer. Oh, my God. Or we get the people that come in there that are at the top of their game, healthy, athlete, performance that, you know, they just want that little extra edge to figure out, you know, um, how to stay on top of their game. So you do blood work, check, make sure they're yep. optimal, the levels yeah. are optimal. Yeah, we have a, we have a, our own lab in the office uh, oh. that we, we test, you know, specimens in office. We send out whatever we can't test. We work with a lot of specialty labs all over the country, even over the world, um, mm. to do specialty tests, typical stuff that you would, I mean, stuff that you wouldn't find in a, your typical doctor's office. Um, we have an IV department where we're doing mostly uh, vitamin and hydration therapies to support our patients' um, immune systems. We're doing chelation therapy, which is uh, amino acid therapy that helps remove toxins and heavy metals out of patients, uh, improves circulation, improves cognitive ability. Um, now, does standard insurance cover this? So we, we're a little unique in that we're one of the few integrative um, functional medicine offices that does accept insurance right? so if i have ppo blue, blue yep. shield i could go to you guys and go yep. hey i i you know because the doctors i go to they're always changing yep. and all they want to do is just give you a stupid pill here your cholesterol is slightly elevated take this right. when all you need to do is just go on a diet you know go on a diet change change your your way of living and like you said earlier before your body does want to heal just like a lizard, if it gets its tail chopped off, it grows back. Same thing with our body. People think when you're shot out, your liver, your heart, your blood pressure, those will get better through time. But you got to change your diet. You got to stop what you're doing. And right. And so you guys go in there and you, you teach them how to how to do that. Yeah, and and, uh, and I like that you use the word teach. That's because uh, the the original word doctor in Latin it means teacher. Wow. I don't know if you knew that, but that's no, I didn't. that's that's what our doctors believe is their job is to sit in front of the patient and to educate them not not to have you know some answer that they're going to give them and then you know give them the quick fix the shortcut no they're they're there to educate the patient how to take care of themselves day in and day out man that's awesome dude yeah i'm gonna have to go check you guys out (laughs) man so you guys do allergy testing as well we do and is allergies is that due to a weak immune system or is that genetic or that's a good question, and 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 of course, I, you know, I think I should say I am not a medically licensed yes. professional. There you go. <laughs> I I am there to support the doctors, uh, but 
I have the benefit of having been around it my whole life. So yeah. I've sort of picked up. Well, your mom's a doctor, That's right? That's right. Yeah. My mom founded the office about 19 years ago. She's our medical director. Yeah. There's no way I could get her on. I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, talk. no. I, yeah, well, maybe I, someday you will. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. There's yeah. no way I could talk with someone like that. She's she's super smart and brilliant in what she does. I mean, she's really smart. But my mom has a gift of um, bringing things down to uh, just the, the plain and simple, simple mm-hmm. English. Yeah. Yeah. That's she, cool. She's man. good. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- I think she'd love to talk to you. But um, what was I saying? Um, yeah. Uh, oh right, you, you'd ask me. You'd ask me about allergies and oh, yeah. um, if that's if that's a genetic thing or a weak immune system. And I was just saying, yeah, I'm 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 not a physician, but I've been around this stuff my whole life. So my understanding of allergies are uh, your, both answers are correct, right? You can mm-hmm. be genetically disposed to having. Um, a intolerance for certain uh, proteins and such out there, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's food or environmental. Um, we see a lot of the stereotypical things, like with people's blood type. So, for instance, I'm a B positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like my life motto, too. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm a B positive, and B's, my mom's also a B. We have a hard time with, t- stereotypically, right? This isn't the, the hard and fast rule for everybody, but we have a hard time with. Uh, allergies more more so than others especially like seasonal environmental mm-hmm. um as a kid like i never did good like uh just running through the grass and stuff like i would just my skin would get itchy and dry mm-hmm. and eczema and my nose and all that kind of stuff my eyes would itch um chicken and um and tomatoes are not really good for us be positive so yeah it's it's genetic but you know what it's also it's a histamine reaction so if if your body's um functioning as it should your innate immune system should do a good job of uh holding that stuff at bay for the Mm -hmm. most part it's when your immune system gets overwhelmed that that's where you start to experience those allergy type symptoms Mm -hmm. so yeah we 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 test for all kinds of allergies the the igg the igm the ige and what that means is like the immediate immune reactions and then the 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 sort of low-grade chronic allergens that you wouldn't even necessarily know like the ige is i ate a peanut my throat swelled up you Mm -hmm. know i need to go to the emergency room that's what your typical doctor will test you for. We're also testing for the IgG, which are the low-grade chronic inflammatory things. Like you might be eating uh, wheat every single day, and uh, you know I, I don't notice a big difference if I don't eat it today or eat it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But day in day out, it's your body's dealing with it like it's a bad guy, and it's creating inflammation. And inflammation is the root of all disease. So we try to figure out what you are. I noticed that with bread. Like if I start eating bread, yeah. like yeah. let's say I cheated and I had Carl's Jr. Their bread, yep, it would just sit in my stomach for two days. You know, so whatever that that type of bread, whatever wheat they're using yeah. or flour. I know because it's making me bloated. I can feel it, and it just takes it just takes a simple of like, what do I want out of life? What do I what do I want to be? Do I want to be stuck on this medication? You right. know, like for me, for example, when I was addicted to, you know, oxycontin, I got on suboxone, mm-hmm. and I was I was living my life, I was living a life, but I wasn't living my life. Right. You know, my goal was always to get off of this, and so it was always back in my mind is like, hey, I got I got this long term. Is not gonna do good for me. Make me constipated. Um, I've been known to have mood swings and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it was always in the back of my mind to get better and get off of this because this this is short term. It's not long term. Right now, when we talk about the IV bags, you know what types do you guys offer? 
you know, for, yeah. for people. Because, like, I don't, question. I, would want, I wouldn't have to go see a doctor get an IV bag, right? Could I just go to you and go, hey, I just I drank a lot last night. Can I get yeah. a saline bag? You sure <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, a couple of months ago, we started accepting what we call um, – uh, walk-ins from the public because it used to be you'd first have to see one of our doctors get a prescription do some labs to get an IV but we had so many people coming to us saying hey I'm getting an IV can my wife or my kid get an IV too because I just they feel like they're coming down with something and they don't want to get sick or or they are really sick you know they want to get better faster so they kept asking and asking us so I was working with the doctors to put together some really safe and effective IVs that uh, uh, you could come in and get with, with a brief exam with one of our nurses, not have to see a doctor and do a whole visit or get a prescription or do lab work. So yeah, you could just come in now. We have about five IVs that uh, you could just walk in off the street, get a quick little exam by one of our nurses and uh, get checked out and and get is that straight cash or insurance? It is. Yeah. Okay. We do bill, um, but you, uh, for some IVs, um, but you have to be a patient because we have to have an agreement with your insurance company. And so, so the shorter answer is yes, we do bill for some, but for the most part, IVs are, are out of pocket. So you guys just started at like 18, what, how many months ago? We started uh, allowing non-patients to get IVs just a few months okay. ago. How many patients do you guys serve? In a year, we see probably about 4,000 unique people. Wow. Um, which sounds like a lot, but it, it's really not because our doctors uh, require that they see patients for 60 minutes or 30 minutes. So the, the least amount of time you're going to sit in front of one of my doctors is a half an hour face to face. Now compare that to your typical experience with a doctor. If you go to Kaiser or, or you know, just any normal doctor's office you probably are stuck in a room an ma or maybe if you're lucky a nurse comes in um asks you a bunch of questions then eventually the doctor will pop their head in the room for maybe five minutes ask you a couple questions maybe check you out walk out of the room then the nurse will check you out right Mm. how much did the doctor really get to to know you they were they were looking at you as what's your problem Mm -hmm. okay um i broke my finger so they're they're focusing on your finger our doctors are sitting down with you first time for an hour because they want to get to know you they want to know the the full picture holistically Mm -hmm. what's going on in your life it's 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 mental it's spiritual it's physical it's physiology Mm -hmm. you know it's all these things these parts at play so uh I, dig- I digress a little bit but um <laughs> our doctors are we're we're very low volume mm-hmm. um so one of my doctors in a, in a day will see only maybe eight to ten patients where most doctors will see four five six patients per hour you know 40 50 patients a day mm-hmm. so uh we have five five providers seeing patients on the half hour an hour they're just spending more time with the patient um so we see a lot fewer patients in a year but we get a lot more quality time mm. with every patient going back to allergy t- uh testing real quick yep so once they once they determine like say for example you're allergic to honey yeah you know but you love honey you know how healthy mm-hmm. it is how do, how can you go and determine hey well maybe it's just the pollen the 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 honey's made from because you know bees go to certain plants or yeah certain flowers and right. get their pollen and bring it back and then i'm gonna get some uh, i just met this honey guy he delivers honey yeah i'm gonna get him on the show we'll learn about honey yeah uh but uh one thing that's i'm bringing this up is um when you find out okay they're allergic to honey is there any way they can determine like okay well they're allergic to honey because it comes from 
this honey comes from is being made from this flower. Yep. This certain flower. It's a really interesting question. It's and it's really interesting that you said honey and because of all the things in the world you could be allergic to. For I've never seen somebody allergic to honey, right? Okay. But I have seen, um, and I'm and I'm a little out of my my area of expertise no, yeah. here, but. Uh, Honey has been used as a treatment uh, in the holistic world for allergies against um, seasonal flowers and things for a certain climate. Like because, so if we live here in Southern California, Orange County, right? Yeah. So if we eat local honey, there is a school of thought and some research to support that the bees are pollinating the local flowers around here and then they're producing this honey and then when you eat the honey, the bees have put into their their own sort of genetic fingerprint on that honey to uh, to have their immune systems uh, protected against the local flowers that they eat. Like they've adapted to it, right? Mm-hmm. So there there is a there's a school of thought that says eating honey will help you deal with the environmental yeah, allergies wherever that honey came from. Wow, isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. So, so honey might actually be a treatment against seasonal allergies for your local area. Now, it's not going to help you if I'm eating honey that was produced in, uh, you know, Seattle, Washington, and I'm Mm -hmm. down here in Southern California. Mm -hmm. It won't help me if that honey is not raw honey, if it's been pasteurized. And we and we could talk about you know some of the things we do to our food in, in in the United States that ruins the good stuff about it, but. Yeah, if you could go to a farmer's market, and, 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 and I don't advocate eating a lot of sugar. Well, you can talk about that, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, sugar and carbohydrates are, are sort of the bad guys for our immune system, but a little bit is good, and a little bit of that homeopathic um, information that's in honey mm-hmm. can help you deal with seasonal a- allergies in your local area. Man, that's interesting. Cool, huh? Oh, dude. Yeah, dang. This stuff is crazy. So what about... Someone who comes in, they say, hey, I, I, I love sushi. I've been eating sushi for a long time now. Right. And now I got now I got allergic. I'm breaking out in hives yep. and stuff like that. How would you how would they how would test and longevity go about seeing someone like that? Yeah, um, that would be an interesting one. We don't get a lot of people. Well, we I, I take that back. We do get people coming in with suspicions as to, you know, I just don't feel good when I eat this certain type of food or I used to be fine with a certain type of food and I don't. Um, yeah. Our doctors are going to kind of put on their little detective hat, right? And they're going to they're gonna investigate, ask a lot of questions to the patient and see if they can, with the patient's help, narrow the focus down to what some triggers might be. Because it, it could be the sushi. It could be their age. It could be uh, a, a prescription that they're on. It could be something totally else. Um, when you eat the same thing day in and day out, your body gets exhausted producing the... Um, uh, the enzymes and the and whatever it takes to break that food down. It's mm-hmm. like working the same muscle day in and day out, and then what's going to happen? You're going to injure it. Uh, so our doctors actually recommend what they call a rotational, simple menu of foods. They believe you should eat to live, not not treat every food, every meal as some kind of party and what can entertain me with food. Mm-hmm. They believe, you know, mo- most days your your meal should be about eating healthy, eating well, live to, uh, uh, eat to live, eat not to live, live to eat, right? Mm-hmm. So um, they want you to eat a simple menu, meaning not a lot of flavors. Uh, the way most Americans 
uh, we've been marketed to is food is entertainment. You know, I'm going to have a, uh, a Mexican breakfast burrito for, mm-hmm. for breakfast. And then mm-hmm. for lunch, you know, maybe I'll hit up that Italian spot. And then for dinner, I'm feeling kind of like Chinese. Mm-hmm. And if you just break that down and with not even talking about all the snacks you're having mm-hmm. in between, your immune system, your gastrointestinal system has had to figure out because it's blind, right? Mm-hmm. It just gets rubs against all this different food. Mexican food, you've got you've got peppers and chilies and uh, uh, and masa and all this different kind of stuff that it's like, oh, what is this? Friend or foe, friend or foe. That's mm-hmm. the job of our immune system. Do I attack you or do I absorb you? Do I let you in? Do I not? And then for lunch... Italian food and the, you know, all the Italian seasons and spices and then Chinese food, all the Italian seasons and spices. And now you've, you've, you've depressed your immune system. It's exhausted. It's, it's had to deal with hundreds of different of proteins and fats and peptides and all these different things. So it's tired. So a uh, little bit of a tangent, but our doctors are going to investigate and say, Let, let's first try narrowing down your menu to a protein simple spices maybe salt and pepper uh, uh, a good healthy fat maybe like an avocado oil and let's have some lettuce uh, don't put a bunch of toppings on it and just eat very simple and they recommend eating one protein for a 24-hour period of time so what 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 typically works for most of our patients is they cook a big protein at dinner time let's say it's steak right Mm -hmm and eat off that steak for breakfast the next morning and lunch the next day and then dinner the next day maybe move on to chicken so long kind of way around just to say that you asked about a guy that's eating sushi every single day if you're eating um not every day but you know yeah you know, somebody eat, maybe somebody once a lot. weekend or yeah. something and then all of a sudden they start getting out okay. or breaking out right right yeah and it, it'd be interesting if if you're kind of doing the same thing and all of a sudden you start breaking out with something that that's where our doctors are going to go and investigate but they've got tools to see is is it the sushi or is it something else you know you asked earlier about allergy testing and we've got quite a few tools there both blood tests and skin tests and And when uh, they do find out hey you're allergic to this or is there preventive ways where the yeah. person could go back to, hey, Absolutely. I still want to go? Okay. Yeah. Now, if if your body is IgE sensitive to a certain food, again, going back to that peanut allergy that people have, you know, that can literally kill them, you're probably never going to be okay to eat peanuts um, uh, just because your body has such an anaphylactic response to it. Um, mm. But most people that don't do well with a certain type of food, if you take a break from that food or um, there's other tools that we have like uh, sublingual immunotherapy, which introduces tiny, tiny little pieces of, of that to your body over time. So your body builds up like, like a tolerance to it. It builds up like, uh, like um, calluses on your hand. If, mm-hmm. you're, if you're working with your hands a lot, you can build up calluses to certain types of food. You're probably never going to be able to eat that food anytime, whenever you want, three days in a row. But we might be able to get your immune system up to a place and supporting you in other ways that you don't have such a terrible reaction to it. And I'm a living testament to that, too. When I, you know, I grew up around this stuff my whole life. Mm-hmm. Hearing mom just preach, preach the gospel of good nutrition and, uh, and, and not a lot's changed there. She's been the same, th- same, same things for years. Mm-hmm. But... When I was 18 and I moved out of the house and I moved to L.A., started bartending, I thought I knew it all, right? Yeah, mom, <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel fine. I feel great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I want. Mm-hmm. And um, I started drinking beer and, and I just fell in love with, uh, and this is kind of before it was a thing, craft beers and different types of beer. And uh, I, I really liked Hefeweizen and I was drinking a lot of wheat beers. Mm-hmm. 
uh, fast forward maybe a year or two, I, my eczema from when I had, was a kid came back and I started breaking out and I wasn't really doing anything different and I was feeling tired and lethargic and cranky and moody and my, my stomach was hurting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, you know, I kind of broke down and said, mom, you know, I give up. What am I doing? What could I be doing wrong? And I went, I went to see her and she tested me and it turns out ding, ding, ding. I have a sensitivity to yeast and wheat. Those are not my friends. So I, I, I took her word for it. I didn't want to, but I, I, I cut it out of my diet for strict, like 100% for about three months. And then I slowly started reintroducing it back in. So I'm, I'm sipping on a little Coors Light here right now. This isn't going to hurt me because I'm not, I'm not abusing it. I'm not doing it every single day. But if I, if I go on a swing and I'm not paying attention to what I'm eating and I'm eating bread and I'm drinking beer, it comes right back. But now I'm empowered because I know. I know what my body can do good with, and I know what my body can't. Where before, imagine how frustrating it is. I'm just not feeling well. And I think that's how a lot of patients come to us. They're not feeling well, but they don't know why. Mm-hmm. At least now I know why. It's, it's in my control. I can enjoy a beer, and mm-hmm. if I start feeling like crap, I know w- what's causing it. Yeah. Does that kind of yeah. answer your question? No, no, yeah, I get it. <laughs> no, I get it. You got to get to... I mean, I, I had severe heartburn in the early 2000s. I was probably about 22, 23. And now, now that I think back at it, um, they used to call me, uh, my, like, my last name is Gaxiola. They called me Gax, Gax to the Max. Gaxiola, what is that? That sounds like Gaxiola. Italian or something. It's like Hispanic, really? I guess. My cool. mom did a 23andMe, but it yeah. said like, she was from Africa or something, but she's not. She's pale. I mean, yeah, yeah. pale is this piece of paper right here. Wow. Um, but now I go back at it. I was drinking two monsters a day, coming home, drinking beers, popping pills. And now that now I know why I got severe heartburn because it was so bad that my esophagus, if I ate anything, it would just shut up, oh, wow. shut closed. Yeah. And uh, one of my buddies, his, his brother actually got, hospitalized because he was drinking like five monster red bulls a day or those mm-hmm. big monsters and the acid from the monster ate away the alignment of his esophagus and so he couldn't put anything down and he had to get hospitalized wow you know but going back and and and, and learning like i don't get heartburn anymore um i don't get indigestion um because i know already like i already know how much i i can if, if i do want to you know, go on a bender and, and, you know, have some fun. I know when's the limit, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. They, because, I mean, heartburn, I don't know if you ever had it. It hurts, man. It feels like you're having a heart attack. Yeah. You I've know? never had it really bad, but I've, I've had spells of. Heartburn. I know people that eat, they eat the Tums like candy oh, all day man. long. Yeah. And just imagine that's, and that's from, not good for you. And from what I learned too, um, having heartburn is. You get your body's acidic, right? Our bodies have a natural pH balance, right? Yeah, our, our bodies should be pretty pretty neutral on the acidity scale, like like seven, right? Is, mm-hmm. Which is the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, we have parts of our body that are acidic, like our stomach, whose job it is to break down food. But yeah, you got a problem if your body's running acidic. Isn't that when cancer starts to form and yep. stuff like that? Yep. There was a doctor or scientist that won the Nobel Peace Prize. I, I can't remember when. Um, for kind of making the case about cancer only survives in an, in an acidic environment. It is, it cannot, uh, 
survive in a in a basic, which is the opposite end of the scale environment. Now we've 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 had trouble sort of implementing that. It's not as simple as you know, well, I'll just eat a whole bunch of basic foods and not eat anything acidic, because our body has its own internal little regulator that that helps uh, keep us right in that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, yeah, there's certainly things that we can do to to try to eat healthy and eat well. What kind of, do you guys have your own products? What kind of products do you guys have? Yeah, um, we do. Um, You know, interesting enough, when we started off, we didn't want to, or I I wouldn't say we didn't want to. It wasn't part of the plan to sell vitamins, right? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, there's there's plenty of great vitamins out there that you could go and get. But what, what our doctors found was the vitamins that are out there and the industry in general is just not very well regulated, right? Mm -hmm. Anybody can go out there and start uh, a vitamin or a supplement brand. And, uh, I think we've gotten a little bit better about, um, regulating that and, and the claims that are made on some of those things. But there's, unfortunately there's vitamins are awesome. Don't get me wrong. And there, there is, there, there's just not the research because there's not the money that there, that there is in the pharmaceutical world to bring a new drug to market and you know make a 5 to 10% difference in the outcome of that. I mean, and, and you've got yourself a multi-billion dollar drug right there. Vitamins are mostly made from food, and there's, there's not a lot of money behind you know, making a great vitamin. And as far as the, doing the research behind it and publishing quality, gold standard, double-blind, placebo-controlled studies behind it. So our doctors would see a patient and they'd say, you know what, you're deficient in B vitamins, or maybe you have trouble with methylation, so you need to be on uh, some methylated forms of B vitamins. Great. Patient would go out to the store, buy some you know, mm-hmm. methyl B complex type vitamin, uh, some brand that we weren't familiar with. And the doctor would see him a couple weeks later, no difference. But the doctor had another patient over here that went on this brand and was having, you know, great outcomes. And their, their blood work and their lab values were changing. So we just, the doctors decided, you know what, we're only going to partner with the um, reputable nutraceutical companies out there that are producing um, the, the best supplements that are, that are third-party independent lab testing these things that, that are using these supplements in research and proving that they, that, that this bottle, not borrowed research, you know, vitamin B is good for you. And so we have vitamin B, our product. No, the vitamin B, this product was used in this study with these patients and it made this outcome. So we, we've partnered with orthomolecular products, um, Zymogen, um, and some other great companies out there that, that make really the top class, the best vitamins in the world. And our doctors are, are, are well-versed in them. They've been using them for years and, and they know that they work. Wow. What about water? You guys are, oh got your own water or? Yeah, I, I, we love, we love water. Um, and over the years we've recommended different water filtration or alkaline, alka, alkalinization systems. Um, what pH, uh, level of alkaline do you guys recommend? Because I know there's some water stores that sell alkaline water, mm-hmm. and they're at they have the high like ten plus on the pH scale, yeah. and then they have, um, you know, then they have eights and nines, different levels and stuff. Do you have a recommendation what level of alkaline they should get? Uh, as alkaline as possible, but there, there's a caveat to that, and and I think you could do a whole po- podcast just about water. Yeah, there's yeah. so much there's so much information and misinformation out, out there about water, but um, the, you know, 
The best water in nature that's burbling out of a brook or a spring or falling down a waterfall, it's crashing into all of these rocks, rocks and minerals, yeah. and it's it's soaking that up. And w- water that's moving is healthy water. Water that's still is dead, unhealthy water. And I think you were saying one of your other guests, um, and uh, I heard another podcast, yeah. was saying that water has a memory. And it's true. There's there's an energy to water. There's there's uh, when water sits, when it's just still, it um, it's 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 uh, molecules are are slowing down, and it's actually turning more acidic. So when you when you say like you can go to a store and buy a water with a high pH, um, sounds great because you know the higher pH is is closer to what we find in nature, natural water that's picking up those basic minerals and 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 uh, keeping it alkaline. But to create bottled water that's alkaline, no, they're 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 putting they're putting substances in the water that aren't. I don't want to say it's bad for you. And I, my wife buys you know 9.5 pH bottled water, um, mm-hmm. but it's being made alkaline because they're putting minerals into it uh, or or chemicals into it, uh, not the scary kind of chemicals, but um, minerals into it to make it artificially higher on the pH scale because water alone left in a bottle will get more and more and more acidic so i was just saying uh bottled water that's alkaline they're putting they're putting substances in there to keep it alkaline because it's not natural for water that's trapped in a bottle to get alkaline ideally you want to be drinking water through some kind of a filter whether that's you know a Kangen system or a Berkey water filter. What about Kangen? Yeah. They're expensive. They're back oh in the days. They're like five thousand. Yeah, yeah. We have we have them at the office. They are expensive. Is it true? Real quick. Is it even tr- a Brita filter? I mean, you're you're moving the water. You're kind of mm-hmm. getting back to the natural thing of pushing it over minerals. That's going to be better for you than any bottled water. But drink water. I mean, if, if you have a choice between I'm thirsty, I, I'm, I got to drink something, and you're going to go pick up a soda or a water. Get, a, few get a, soda, water I mean, a few years ago, I was drinking soda as I was working. You know, summertime, I, you know, I'm kicking back. I don't, know, I don't know what the headphones are. But going back to the Kangen machine, I heard it, it was made in Japan because they, they had to come up with a way to filter their water because of when we – when the United States nuked them, I was not gonna say we, but when the United States nuked them, back. Yeah, back I don't know. If the, I don't know. That, that sounds kind of like one of those old wives' tales things. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if that's true. I had or a, not. A, a customer tell me yeah. that, and he used to give me big old jugs of the Kangen oh, yeah. water. Yeah, and that's how I got into it. That was like early two thousands. They're they're great. They have a really really awesome system that they developed to make alkaline water but it is not kangen is not a water filtration system so it's not filled that's why that story doesn't really resonate with me with the whole you know uh radiation thing because it's not a water filter system you can put filters before a kangen system and and i believe kangen even would would sell you those filters but but the kangen alkaline water system simply took water and it used electricity and I believe titanium or ti- titanium oxide plates to to sort of energize the water and, and push those molecules away from each other so you, you would get the water that was better absorbed, the water that was more alkaline, but it wasn't really fil- filtering. It had a cheap little like filter in it, but it wasn't a water. There's water filtration and then there's alkalizing water and those things can be achieved. What do you think about those water stores? Um, that that are up everywhere, you know, around where I live. There's a few of them where you go in there and you get filtered water and you put those jugs in your house. And is is that way better than the water that's coming out of our faucets? Because I've heard 
Like, for example, I heard Fullerton has the best water because our water comes goes through, like you said, rocks and all that. Right. We And so Fullerton water is pretty good, but I don't know if they're putting fluoride in. I heard fluoride's bad for you and, yeah. and all kinds yeah, of Yeah, in the U.S., things. unfortunately, we do put fluoride in, in our water. Um, and, and our doctors have a lot to say about that. Mm-hmm. There's fluoride in your toothpaste. There's fluoride in your water. Um, and uh, uh, Slow kill, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a tox- fluoride is a toxin, and it's very hard to get out. It's very hard to filter out fluoride. Mike, a little closer. You want oh, another one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, a little closer. I'm just checking your levels. You know, uh, could I take a bathroom break? Yeah, yeah. Thank Hold you. on. Yeah. I drank a bunch of water right before we got started. And we are back, folks. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Chew it and do it. So I'm right here hanging out with uh, my new friend, Talon Ellathorpe from Tustin Longevity Center. And I've really enjoyed your you being on this podcast, you know, getting the audience to a chance to get to know you, you know, and yeah, it's been a pleasure. And on the on this podcast, uh, before it started, I was getting you know talk to you a bit because when I'm at work, I, I rarely get a chance to chop it up with you. I'm right. in and out. So yeah, once again, I'm honored to have you on. I guess we're gonna talk about what's been going on, man, and, and I think it's a perfect opportunity or the perfect timing for you to come in and talk about health and and wellness and. And there's plenty of other questions, but we'll get to that yeah. another podcast. But I think uh, we should talk about what's really going, what's going on uh, now. Yeah, current events, yeah. and uh, let's talk about the kung flu, man. Tell me what your, you know, what you think. You know, how serious is this, and how sh- serious should we take this? Good, good questions, man. Um, well, it, it, I do believe that we're living in unprecedented unprecedented times right um i i cannot think back and i I keep hearing like people saying i've never lived in a time like today a time like now i can't can't ever imagine anything like this before i think um do we take this seriously yeah yeah i I think we take it seriously um on the other end of that though i do think that um there is the the media likes to to preach a lot of fear a lot of a lot of noise about um you know the all the the doom and gloom type stuff so i think keeping it in perspective too i do think we take this seriously Ab- absolutely because um, people are dying and that's terrible anytime people are dying that that's serious, so you get right? anybody coming in that's saying hey i think i'm sick i don't want to go to the emergency oh, yeah. i want to do this yep we are i think uh, a lot of people are scared right now and that first little sign of, of not feeling well, a cold, I mean, we are in Southern California's cold and flu season. We're at the tail end of it, but people are still getting normal sick, you know, normal colds, normal flus. And people are scared, man. So they're, they're, they are calling us. They are coming in and wanting to get tested or get answers for that. Um, and I understand that. So we do take this seriously. Um, and, and, and I feel so honored to be working alongside the people that we work with with at our office that are showing up day in and day out people like you essential services that are continuing mm-hmm. to do their job to to make sure that our economy keeps running because um, it's empty i it mean is. all the dentists are gone yeah and it's just you guys and it's, it's eerie you know and it's like how, how serious should i take this you know should i be wearing masks or i be wearing gloves right but going back to us talking about health and wellness and you know, having underlining issues right. and, 
for me on top of that is having having that spirituality having that faith yep you know um, i ordered a mask that i'm gonna be wearing hopefully it comes in soon it's not a mask but it's one of those bandana types you can put over and it said it has the american flag with the cross in it and at the bottom it says faith yep and you know so yeah I, i i i go there i deliver to you guys i see you you with no mask and no gloves and knowing what you guys do gives me the confidence to say you know what you know let's let's just get it man let's just focus and right and so people are coming in continue on sir i'm sorry to cut you off not at all no i I like where i like where you're going with that you you touched on faith and yeah i i have been asked by people you know you you seem really calm and you seem not worried about about all this Mm -hmm. what's your story and i you know, I know one my one day I've got an expiration date. Yeah, I'm gonna die do, yeah. unless my Lord comes back. You know, sooner. I, yeah. I I know where I'm going. So you know, the, what's the worst that could happen? Um, I don't I don't want to die. I don't mm-hmm. want to get sick. I don't want to expose my family. But um, I know that my Redeemer lives, and I know and, and and I know where I'll go after this life. That's what I believe. But um, as far as the virus goes, uh, I think perspective is key, and I and I think. Um, you know, watching the news every single hour of the day and talking about it day in and day out gets people on edge. And and the news's job is to sell heads, headlines and to beat out their competitors so that you're listening to them. So they're trying to get the breaking story and the latest death toll. And I so is this bad? Yes, it's bad. Um, um, but let's keep it in perspective too. Thousands of people die every single year in the United States the alone flu. from the regular flu. Yeah, what but is that's that? not making What's the, the numbers on it? Isn't it like sixty thousand? Yeah, it's it's been as high as sixty thousand. Um, it's been low. I mean, the the fig, I think the best figures are from the CDC. I um, you know, but anywhere from forty to sixty thousand in a in a single year die what are we from up to the now? regular flu. Deaths uh, in the United States, you know, um, the numbers are changing every single day. To tell you the truth. Dude, the last time I checked was 5,000. I don't know if that's correct or not, though. Yeah, yeah. I could be um, talking on Sounds about right. I know that here in Orange County, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was looking yesterday at the uh, Orange County Public Health website because we, we keep our eye on that. And I think there are about 600 cases in Orange County. So put that into perspective. There are 3 pl- million plus people in Orange County. So what is 600 people that have that have been um, tested positive divided by the denominator of how many people live in Orange County? You're talking about 0.00, you know, percentage of people. So you are not even likely yet to run into somebody, let alone see somebody in a parking lot that was uh, diagnosed with this. Now, does that mean that you shouldn't be careful? Absolutely not. This is the time to be taking precautions. Let's listen to our officials. Let's practice social distancing. Let's be smart. Let's wash our hands. But but that's that's and th- this is sort of falling into what we do at our office, right? We are mm-hmm. trying to keep people out of the urgent cares, out of the ER, so those systems are not overwhelmed. So the way we look at this this situation right now is personal responsibility. And um, combining that with what we already do and what we already tell our patients at our office, we are trying to deal with the healthy patients and keep them healthy, prevent disease, prevent illness already. So even more so now during this this COVID thing, because if we can keep you healthy, if we can keep your immune system strong, your immune system is designed to deal with incoming threats like viruses. Yeah, because they're saying, oh, your body can't deal with this because... 
uh, your body has never seen anything like this before. No, the, the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 is a version of uh, this family of viruses that, that, that have been around. This is a particular new strain. And the thing with viruses is they're always changing. Mm -hmm. And some of the controversy of, about vaccines is you get a vaccine for something and then next season it changes. That's why the flu vaccine, I think this last season was only 40 something percent effective. So you could have gotten the flu vaccine been exposed to the flu bug that had changed a little bit and, and you got six so. yeah that's what pisses me off the most yeah. it's like they're what are they gonna do now they're gonna come up with a vaccine and then and make us take that right you know when the when if you're smart enough to realize that the coronavirus the virus is always mutating yeah it is but um we we can we can, there are steps that we can take to keep our immune system strong in it and it's just simply not true that your body if you give your body if you take care of your body, that that it, it can't have some defense against this virus. Um, right now, and the figures are this this is a brand new virus, right? And and there's information and misinformation out there right now. But I am hearing. I just was reading um, the the abstract of a study that came out, I believe, out of New Zealand, and they were they were saying that about 50% of people that were di this is just the people that we diagnosed positive, tested positive for COVID-19. 50% of them had zero symptoms, didn't even know they have it. And you were hearing a lot in the news about these, you know, asymptomatic people that are silent carriers of the virus. Is well, that true? Are, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, from, from what we're hearing, it is true. You can, you can be a carrier for it and not even know you have it. That means that your body is dealing with it and you're dealing fine with it. Now it's dangerous because wow. you could be infecting other, other people, people who don't have a good immune system or have underlying issues. And that's really the population that we are concerned about with this virus. It's it's not so much the healthy, it's it's those with the underlying health issues or the elderly that they're, uh, you know, and as we get older, our immune it system gets breaks down. Breaks down. So it, it is serious, but, but there are things that you can do to protect yourself, to protect your loved ones and family. I am personally not worried at all uh, about getting it. Now, I don't want to transmit it to somebody who, who's vulnerable at all, but you mentioned you don't see me at work uh, wearing a mask, but we're, we're taking lots of precautions yeah, yeah. there. Um, so uh, I, I feel personally safe. I'm, I'm keeping distance from my, my coworkers. Um, we're not sure is this aerosol based or is it droplet based? I mean, basically, is it airborne or not? Yeah, or yeah. Is, is it just like if you get sneezed? They haven't found that out yet, yeah, though. No, we don't. We don't know yet. But um, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I, I've got a lot of opinions about this, and and it's really interesting the timing of this thing and 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 how it's hitting the news and such. And I wonder if, you know, uh, come on, six man. months Give or a year me. from now, if we're gonna if we're gonna most of us are all gonna test positive, you know. I, and didn't even know that we had it. Who, who I knows? know if I go, I'll test positive. Yeah. You know, my mom said the same thing, and we, we just she just test got tested because we were evaluating some different test kits to see if we want to test our patients. And she's like, "No, I, I'm going to test positive. You're going to see." I she didn't. She did. She oh, tested, she did. She was negative. Yeah. I heard. I heard the well. Tower to check again because I heard the the test. If they're coming from China, they they have the virus in it. That it's a bioweapon. I mean, these, these are things That's that I've so heard. Interesting. They, yeah. they said it's a bioweapon because yeah. there's two different type of. Uh, there's two different places. I think you and my mom would get Wuhan. along really well. So yeah, there's two different biotech companies in Wuhan, and rumor is that it, it got loose. Another rumor is China got mad at the U.S. because we put in tariffs on them. Yep. Um, so, you know, I've I've heard there did a million different things. You know, so. 
it's interesting to, to hear your side of, of being in the medical field and yeah. being on the holistic side, which which uh, I'm excited for because I'm going to go be a patient. You know, I'm going to go sign up and 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 there's and it's crazy because that pocket, the route that I'm on, that pocket of, of dental offices and doctor's offices a lot of them there's other holistic offices yeah, that a are just a couple yeah a couple people yeah you had and, uh, dr sean milam on here and and we're actually in his old office and and i and i love sean i think he's a great no guy he told me to tell you what's up yeah yeah he was guy. like tell him i said what's up uh he's a great guy and he he's my chiropractor and, and then i got vicky who does acupuncture and yep. i want to get dr tom on soon but I, I i'm on road and and i think people need to realize that there's more than what what they call mainstream media, but it's not even mainstream anymore. It's something else. I forgot what the name they're starting to call them now. People are actually listening to podcasts and turning it tuning into other types of of of, of media besides that. Because you know, if, if if you're coherent enough and you understand what's going on, it's a slow kill. Yep. You know what I believe is is there's a there's a heaven and hell, and and this isn't our home. The the these people who the one percenters they own none half of, us are of out this alive. <laughs> yeah none of us are going to get out alive and so yeah. living this life of being holistic and being positive and, and showing people hey man there's nothing to worry about because i see the right. panic out there right i see the people looking at me like i got leprosy when i yep. go up to their homes you know yep. just drop it right there on the driveway people are scared man I, and, and I love what you're saying. I, I think it's so important for, for those of us that are able to, to keep this in perspective and, and keep a positive mindset on. Um, there's, the the mind-body connection is real. And we are only barely starting to touch on the connection between the brain and the body. But, um, that, I mean, that's why, that's why I, 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 I love and I'm still learning uh, to practice meditation. But I've been praying my whole life, and that's a form of meditation too. It's just getting mm-hmm. your getting your mind right, man. Because um, there's in in a time of crisis, there's always opportunity, and we live in the greatest country in the world. Even still, I believe um, so blessed to call America home. We have so much opportunity here. We're a great country. We're gonna get through this. This mm-hmm. too shall pass. You know all that stuff and. I'm trying to look at the positive stuff right now. I'm trying to enjoy this. I mean, you and I are both still working. We're essential mm-hmm. services, but there's a lot of people at home with nothing better to do than to watch the media that listen to the news every single minute, minute of the day and get more and more anxious about what's happening My right now. My mom's like that, for yeah. example. My mom and dad, who raised me to be a Pentecostal church yep. and raised me with good moral values and, and, and good spiritual belief that I still practice today. Mm-hmm. And now they're freaking out yeah they're freaking out like this is it this is then i go look at this i go you got to think about our history world war one world war two all the people that died in the vietnam war uh the great plague of 1918 all, all the killings that have happened in, in other countries and the government's asking us one thing just sit on the couch man you know i understand yep. you know it's 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 it's, it's crazy times man but they're not asking us to go to war. They're not asking us to go sacrifice our life. They're saying, just go sit on the couch, relax. And I know people are going to hurt. I know the, the bars and, you know, the servers, all that. Are, yeah. But use this time to refocus. Use this time to say, hey, you know, Albertsons is hiring. Trader Joe's is hiring. I seen them having a meeting with the yep. new hires in the back the other day. 
get your mind off of this this will pass right. just like all everything else i mean it's it's we're gonna get through this we i are. mean the first thing i can't i can't wait until i get that opportunity to go to a restaurant and have the server come up to me and tell me how are you guys doing today? Can I start you off with some appetizers and drinks? Yep. You know what I'm going to say? Give me the whole menu. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm going to leave a fat tip yeah. because I know, hey, once we get through this, we're all going to you know, do our part. And I'm doing my part right. by coming in here, podcasting. I said, I'm going to give you a podcast a week no matter what. I got my bag on me just in case if I can't make it to the studio, if it gets that bad where they don't want people to leave. I could do a podcast at home and I'll do one by myself yep. and I'm grateful and honored to have you here because a lot of people, they're just, they're at home. They don't want to go out. No, it's not a good time. Like I have customers, you know, do want to come to the podcast and I go, Hey, you want to get on the podcast? Right. Talk about something different keep the minds off of what's going on. And a lot of them, no, I'm, I'm going to shut up shop. I got to get home and a little nervous and, right. and, and it's understandable, but we'll get through this. Yeah. So what, Oh, you want another beer? Yeah, of thanks, course, man. man. Yeah. So should, should, should I share with you a little bit about what our doctors are telling our patients uh, to, yeah, to stay course. safe during yeah. these times? Yeah. So I, I can't stress enough what, what I personally believe is so important, and that's good mental health. Uh, you know, doing your mental hygiene, whether that's prayer or meditation, and using this time to your advantage to turn, I mean, make those positive decisions, like turn off the news for a little bit, turn off your phone and the headlines, and just be there with your, your loved ones, whether it's on the phone or in person or on FaceTime. So I think that it's a huge role. I mean, I'm a big believer in practicing gratitude and writing down, you know, actually writing down as silly as it sounds like the things that I'm grateful in, in my life and forcing myself to journal that stuff out. Cause I realize no matter what happens tomorrow, like I have so much to be thankful for today. And sometimes I even play out like the healthy sort of stoic exercise. I, I heard this from Tim Ferriss, another great podcast I listened to, mm -hmm. um, you know, this exercise of how bad can it get? You know, if this thing that I'm so afraid of is going to happen, what does that really look like? And then what? Okay. And, and if that happens and then what? And then you work your way all the way down to the worst possible scenario. And, and is that really so bad? And you really like try and sit in that. So I mean, that's another way you can go with that. You can focus on the stuff to be thankful for, or you can focus on like, okay, if things, you know, if the world kind of shuts down and it gets as bad as I think it could possibly get, there's still life there. There's still, there's still, you know, uh, a lot of things to be grateful for. So, but okay. So I digress. So what, what, let me let me share with your listeners like what our doctors are telling our patients because we're like I was getting on it saying earlier we're trying to deal with the healthy population and keep them healthy right mm -hmm. keep them healthy so that they don't contract or spread the disease but then we deal with the subset of that population that's a smaller subset that um, uh, could possibly be exposed and, and what things can we do to build up their immune system if they've potentially been exposed or traveled or or whatnot. And then there's another subset of people with underlying health issues and health conditions or the elderly. And then there's a subset of the, that group of people that is getting sick. So you, if, you, if you look at the big picture, it's sort of like this ladder system. And we're trying to keep people on the top of that ladder and from moving down into the, the patients that get infected. And then even of the patients that get infected, half of them, uh, as high as half of them don't even have any symptoms, but half of them do have symptoms. But of those that get symptoms, not everybody gets so sick that they need to go to the hospital. So we're trying to keep the ones that are sick out of the hospital 
um, by by again just building up their immune system because you could get the coronavirus. Have you guys, have you guys gotten people with? The we COVID? have. We've had some patients really? that were wow. diagnosed positive. Yeah, I just I just found out. I think one for sure that I know of, maybe two. And we're doing telehealth now, which is great because we can do Skype or FaceTime and look at the patient, check in with them, keep them out of the emergency room, keep them out of the urgent care because you don't want to be around lots of other sick people. My uncle's people. in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. And that's tough because there's a lot of exposure and risk in the hospital. Well, he, he's in there. He's sick. They did a test. Yeah. But we haven't heard anything about if it came out positive or not. And this is – I thought they had five-minute tests. There's a, there's a lot of different – new information out there. So th I was just saying my mom got test. That was a five minute test, but there's some controversy to that test as to its accuracy. Um, because, but it's only because we're rushing these tests out there so quickly. We don't have time for it to go through the normal FDA approval, um, course. There are five minute tests out there, but they're saying that that is not enough. Like, let's say you test positive on that. They really want you to follow up with another type of test, but it's good enough if if you're symptomatic and they're trying to figure out, do we think this guy may have COVID so that we can treat him as it's COVID? Okay, let's get him this rapid test. So there's the rapid test, but then there's tests that take longer, 24 to sometimes as long as 72 hours that it takes longer to get results on, but there's more, I don't want to say it's more accurate because we really don't know yet, but it, it's been around longer. The methods of testing are a little bit more proven. So um, I think that's sort of the gold standard right now. You're seeing people with their nasal swabs or their oral swabs, and they're putting it in a, in a transport medium, and they're putting it in a lab. So that that's kind of the gold standard right now. It takes longer, but it's more trusted. It might not, frankly, even be as accurate as the five-minute test, which is a serum blood test. But um, we just have more information to believe it than we do the serum test. We're, we're talking to Abbott Labs right now at our office to do a, a test that Abbott's bringing out where we could get a positive result in as little as five minutes and a negative result in as um, little as 15 minutes, and it's genetic, which you can't really beat a genetic test because it's, it's literally looking at the RNA sequence of the virus. So you, if it's positive, it's, it's freaking positive. The five-minute serum test that'll, that's kind of getting some widespread attention right now, it's not testing for the virus directly. It's testing for the antibodies to the virus, which is cool. But um, there can be false positives and false negatives there, mm -hmm. potentially, theoretically, right? Mm -hmm. um, so getting back to, like, what can you do today? Because we're trying to keep people as healthy and well. If there was one thing I could tell people to do, um, with all of my heart, I would say stop the sugar. Stop the excess carbohydrates. Stop the simple carbohydrates. Sugar is your immune system's biggest enemy, and we do it every single day because it mm -hmm. tastes good and it feels mm -hmm. good, right? Sugar has a direct correlation to your immune system. If you drink uh, a, a can of Coca-Cola, that will knock out, wipe out your immune system um, for hours to come. Holy hours. shit. Yeah, so you're just... Like like if your if your immune system is like a fortress to keep out the the marauding. What enemies? about if it's a Coke Zero? I broke down, dude. I yeah. don't drink soda at yeah. work. I rarely drink soda at home. The only thing I do when I do get home is because I'm a little stressed out. I have a tall can. In as far as soda, yep. fast food, I gradually had to cut those out before this even hit. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, I broke down yesterday. I was like, you know what? I've had soda in a while. My customer he gives me Coke Zero. What do you think about those sugars in it? There's zero sugars and zero calories, but it tastes sweet. Obviously, it's something else. 
is yeah. that safe for you to? I mean, well, I'll be honest. Your... I'll be honest. I I mean, the right answer is you shouldn't drink, drink Coke. Soda, you yeah. shouldn't drink any artificial. In fact, we were talking a little bit earlier about water and alkalinity mm-hmm. and acidic. Anything that's carbonated is acidic, mm-hmm. just by nature, right? Because it's been carbonized mm-hmm. and that that changes the pH of it. Um, that's not even to mention the 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 chemicals that they put in there to make trick your tongue into thinking it's a sweet um, drink mm-hmm. when it's when it's not sugar. Being honest, I mean, I will enjoy a diet soda from time to time too. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have a I nice cold, a bubbly drink. And, like, and if uh. I, Fridays is my 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 cheat day, so mm-hmm. I'll do the corner of our diet during the day. And, and and eat my meat and it feels weird it does trust me i want a fucking hamburger i want a slice yep. of pizza i used to go to italian express and i started this before all this happened i was like you know i'm gonna continue as best possible but i go home and I have a home-cooked meal the carnivore diet and then like so friday was a cheat day i went to pho i don't know if you ever had pho oh yeah i love pho. yeah i got a steak i go we all keep it steak i got a steak sandwich so i had carbs you know the bread and then I had the egg rolls. I mm-hmm. ate it in my car, and I took off, and I was craving a soda. Yeah. So my customer, I know who has them. So yeah. I went to one of my cousins, like, hey, we get one of those Cokes. And it was okay. It was just one. But, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I used to drink soda every day during the right. summer a couple years ago. Just and, and, and you're right. And to know that sugar does ruin your immune system is, right. is crazy so what can people do to boost their immune systems did we right. talk about that we not not really not yet um and just to wrap that thought up on sugar mm-hmm. and sodas I, I mean i think everything in moderation right i mean we're enjoying a beer right now like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll drink a diet soda once in a while this idea of like a cheat day mm-hmm. is, is healthier than saying like every day i deserve mm-hmm. a treat um <laughs> so it's all about moderation man i mean the the chemicals that they put in the diet stuff are you know technically they're neurotoxins they're not good for you but neither is the sugar and i think if i had my choice between a can of regular sugar and doing a diet coke every once in a while i'm going to pick the the diet coke because sugar is so terrible and and we haven't even talked about cancer mm-hmm. cancer has 18 times the insulin receptors is a normal cell and without going down a rabbit hole about you know what that means cancer cells are starving for sugar they they will not survive without sugar and insulin they'll they'll grab onto that um where healthy cells in your body can survive on no sugar there is zero dietary daily requirement for sugar or carbohydrates for that matter in your diet to survive zero there is no recommended daily uh, amounts to survive. Mm-hmm. If I had a nothing but meat from till the day I die, I, I would live a long and healthy life. You know, hopefully I, I wouldn't cert, you know, die. What would, would the vegetarians have. tell you if you told them that the um, vegans, you know? Yeah. That, that is a big conversation and I have nothing against people <laughs> that, that choose no, uh, I to don't be a vegetarian either. or a vegan. Um, especially if they're doing it for like ethical or moral or religious reasons. I, I totally get that. But it is very hard to get all of the nutrients that your body needs from a strictly vegetable diet. It just, it just is now, now when it comes to meat and the nutrition of meat, um, not all meats are created equal and neither are vegetables for that matter. The kind of meat that we recommend eating is uh, kind of makes sense in it, and it's kind of probably a little bit more on par with what a, a vegetarian would be okay with. It's the cow that's had a good life out in the sun, in the pasture, eating grass, you know, good probiotics and uh, going on on microbiome and all that kind of stuff. In America, we have just adulterated and commercialized uh, how we process meats, and we're making sick cows that are making sick meat and sick milk and sick eggs. 
So that is not the same kind of uh, meat and dairy that we recommend eating that is natural, the way God created it, the way God intended it. So I try to eat that free range, uh, uh, grass fed, you know. Um, uh, uh, have you ever pasture. heard of Butcher Box? I have. Yeah. I, ordered, I just ordered cool. a, uh, I just got the box uh, about like two weeks Did ago. Did you like it? They're still in my freezer. They come really packed nicely and they, the way it's packed, like we just, because, you know, we, we, we've been pre- prepared for something like this and, uh, but I haven't tried the steaks yet. I mean, we, we got the bacon in there yep. and, and it was a good deal. It was like a yeah. hundred, I think I paid a hundred and nine dollars for like, like 12 pounds worth of meat. Wow. So, uh, I don't know. I might just get, start getting that, you know, it, it says it's grass fed and yep. obviously if, if, if you're a, you know, you like to smoke meat, you barbecue and stuff like that. Oh, that's my thing. Yeah. Oh, you too? Oh, man, we talk a lot about that, man. I love grilling. Oh, me too, dude. Yeah, so I, I grow my meat, and I, I got a smoker, and I, I've smoked, you know, some uh, pork butts in my time. And uh, talking about health and, and, and wellness, yeah. man, I mean, you're you're right up my alley, dude. Mm-hmm. So going back to how to, how to survive yeah. this like as far as being we said sugar's yep. number one right stay away from sugar yeah absolutely just stay, if, if if you're concerned about getting the virus best thing you can do cut sugar out of your diet for a while you know take take a, a fast from sugar for a while for two weeks you know and if you're gonna be quarantined for 14 days try try to avoid sugar um carbohydrates too because carbohydrates break down into sugar in your body so if you eat a bunch of rice potatoes beans um bread your body's breaking that down into sugar in your body. So limit carbohydrates. What we recommend is a diet that is rich in complex carbohydrates, dark leafy greens, uh, cruciferous vegetables, um, your broccolis, your cauliflowers, spinach, kale, fresh if possible. And then um, those healthy meats, those healthy fats. We love avocado oil. We love um, egg yolk. Uh, that from from chickens that are free range and all that good stuff, pasture raised, um, coconut oil, butter from cows that is the the cows that have been out there on the pasture, hopefully not pasteurized, homogenized butter. So that's that's the kind of diet that is going to be very friendly to your immune system. That's going to have a lot of those cruciferous vegetables and spinach. They've got tons of. Uh, probiotics in them on them living in them then that's going to feed your gut feed your immune system and then conversely interestingly enough uh sugars feed the bad kinds of bacteria in your gut that lead uh, i don't know if you know this but there uh, a lot of science right now is looking at the connection between the gut and the brain um i don't know gut if you've health. heard it yeah gut health uh there's great you, book that came you are out. what you eat exactly yeah mm-hmm. imagine that there's a book out there called Wheat Belly and Grain Brain, written by the same author, Perlmutter. Great books. And it's looking at the science of um, you know, the, the connection between your gut, your microbiome, and your brain. And it just fascinated. It blew my mind, like, how complex we are. Did you know that, um, I, and, I, and I might get this wrong, it's either dopamine or serotonin, like the happy hormones in your brain? Mm-hmm. Our body makes that obviously, and it rewards us for good behaviors. Um, and we abuse that, of course, with chemicals yeah, and drugs. Dopamine, yeah, dopamine, yeah, being drug addict. Oh yeah, yeah. Get my dopamine levels up. But what's amazing is the a healthy gut microbiome. The bacteria in your gut, like these foreign invaders inside yeah. of your stomach and, and GI tract, produce more. It's either dopamine or serotonin than our bodies make themselves. 
So you. So it's fe- like taking a drug, but instead of it going to your yeah. brain, like ecstasy re- releases, opens up the dopamine yep. uh, levels, and your your brain just floods with the with those serotonins, those dopamines, the the, the good feeling. Yep. Same thing with food. That's why we have obese people that are super overweight, is because it's the same thing, but it does it in their gut. Yeah. You know, in their in their stomach. And I don't know if your stomach could is maybe. You know, but I I know I know this. I, when I watch the six hundred pound life or the thousand pound sisters, and I'm looking at it and I'm and I'm, ta- and I'm listening that's to them talk about, and I'm like, that's an addiction. Yeah. The same thing, but the it's crazy because yeah, your yep. body absorbs those dopamines in the gut or it releases in your brain. Yeah. Huh. But that, I got off on a little bit of a tangent there. So I was just I just cannot stress enough. Sugars and carbohydrates, especially now in a, t- in a health crisis, are kind of the bad guys, right? And it's going to benefit you in so many other ways, your, 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 your weight, your body composition, your brain, your mood, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so that's one thing you can do major for your immune system. Water. We talked about water. Our doctors literally prescribe water. I've seen them literally write it on a prescription pad. They weigh the patient and they'll say, okay, half of your body weight in ounces, I want you to drink a day. So I'm 180 pounds. So half of that is 90 uh, ounces I should be drinking of water a day. And they want, if I don't do that, they're, they're saying, you're not taking this like you're not taking your prescription. You're a non-compliant patient. I'm not going to take care of you if you don't follow my, my order. So uh, we could talk on and on about water, but it's so important to give your body water and make sure you drink enough water before you're adding in other things like coffee or tea. And then it's not that those things are bad, but give your body the water it needs first, because that makes healthy, supple cells. Um, even when you're talking about like your, your nose, your mouth, where this virus is coming in, if you look at that on a microscopic level, a dehydrated human, which most Americans are dehydrated by and far, you're going to have micro cracks. You know, like when you're, you're, you're dry and your lips get chapped and your tongue gets dry mm-hmm. and it hurts and it, if it's really bad, it'll bleed. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening on a microscopic level in your nose, in your sinuses, in your mouth when you're not drinking enough. Yeah. So uh, if you want to keep drinking enough of that water, hydrating those cells, because that's going to keep your cells from cracking and and being exposed and bleeding and basically opening up the inside of your body to the outside world and now your immune system's got to rush in and 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 do its defense job about that so drinking enough water is so important for immune system and it's going to keep your your uh, your skin your your exterior body (laughs) and that barrier between the outside world and the inside world intact so drink plenty of water so we talked about sugar and carbs we talked about drinking plenty of water what else can you do well, then we can get into how the American diet is mostly processed foods or foods that have been uh, packaged and packed up so that they last longer on the shelves and through the transportation system. All that does bad stuff to our food system, right? It, it decreases the nutritional content of it or it completely takes it away. So that's really why vitamins and supplements exist. Because if we were eating the diet that we should be eating in the world as God created it, I believe, we wouldn't need to take vitamins, you know? Like we would do just fine eating food out there because vitamins are made from food. It's just concentrated food or or stuff that's taken out of good food. So what vitamins are we recommending to our patients? Well, for your immune system, uh, I could I could rattle off a couple. Vitamin D. Vitamin D as in Delta. 
uh, vitamin D3 cholecalciferol in particular is so important. Uh, it's actually more like a hormone than it is a vitamin. Um, and we are, we're telling patients that somewhere in the range of 5,000 IUs, international units, to as high as 10,000 IUs a day is pretty good for your body. Um, we're seeing all of our patients, uh, I think maybe we've ever seen just a handful of patients come in and test that have enough vitamin D in their body. Americans are vitamin D deficient. So vitamin D. And I'm just mentioning a couple of vitamins that I think are, are important to take because our, our food system is so broken. Wow. For an adult is what we have found, and this is testing our patient's blood levels and keeping a close eye on it, is, is a good uh, range to take per day, every day of your life for the most part. Now, if you feel like you are getting sick or that you are going to be exposed to a situation where you could get sick, like hopping on a plane right now, certainly high risk. We're recommending patients go as high as 50,000 IUs a day, but only for five to seven days and then go back to your normal amount. Vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin, meaning your body stores it unlike most vitamins. So you can overdose on vitamin D. So you got to be careful. But vitamin D has so many benefits and it's so good for do, the immune do we system. Get that? Do I get that from the sun? Yes, your body makes it from the sun. Um, but I, there's, there's a lot of things that kind of get in the way of your body doing a, a good enough job and uh, keeping up with your vitamin D internal production. A lot of us face it, we're not in the sun enough. And when we are, there's a whole bunch of crap in the sky. We've done things to our, our, our um, uh, ozone to the planet. Um, we're getting kind of cancer risk there too. So um, vitamin D is also found in our diet in things like um, eggs and, and uh, meat and milk. Um, but we don't get enough of it. So vitamin D supplementation, very good. So you, you do well to find a good vitamin D3 cholecalciferol supplement and take five to 10,000 IUs a day. And you feel like you're getting sick, go as high as 50,000 IUs, but don't do that anymore than uh, five to seven days in a row, once a month. Okay, so that's vitamin D. Just a couple other things you can do for your immune system when it comes to vitamins. Vitamin C, hello. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Vitamin C is like the, the big thing I think of when it comes to your immune system. Um, trouble is it's hard to find a good vitamin C supplement that is tolerated well in, in your stomach. Uh, I think the common one you'll find out there is called emergency. You've seen it in yeah, little packets. Yeah, I should drink that for a yeah, while. That's good, but you gotta watch out emergency depending on the flavor. They got sugar in it. Sh you hit the nail on the head, brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I stopped so, taking that. I just drink pasteurized, is it pasteurized orange juice? Where it goes bad in like a day or two. That's probably non-pasteurized. Non-pasteurized. Right. When you like pasteurize Trader some, Joe's. Yeah, good. That's good. what I've been drinking. If you can find orange juice that's not pasteurized, like not fresh squeezed, yeah. that's good. When you pasteurize something, you raise the temperature on it, and that breaks down all the vitamins and the enzymes, and it basically turns it into sugar water. Don't do that. Yeah, so vitamin C, you want to drink, um, uh, get a lot of vitamin C in your diet. And you can get it, it by eating an orange or an apple, but you don't get very much in there, and you get the sugars along with that. So... At our office, we have something called a buffered sea powder that you can get up to four grams per serving. Um, and I've gone as high as three servings in a day, like 12 grams orally. You know you're taking too much because it starts to loosen up your stomach, if you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, and you get the disaster well, yeah. pants. Yeah. But that's why <laughs> we have the high-dose vitamin C at our office. So if you can come get an IV at our office. We go as high as 100 grams of vitamin C which is just a crazy amount of vitamin C. But vitamin C, 
very well studied, studied correlated to um, strengthening your immune system. In fact, in China right now, I was just looking, our doctors were going over two studies where they're researching the effectiveness as a treatment against the COVID-19 high-dose vitamin C inter, intravenously, and it's having some great effects. So vitamin D, vitamin C, what else could you be taking right now? Um, our doctors are recommending... You said colloidal silver. You're doing a colloidal, colloidal, colloidal silver. What about chloroquine? Yeah, Isn't that what they're giving patients right now? There's a lot of talk right about now? that right now. I know they're, they're giving patients that. And don't get it twisted. There is stuff like, what was it? The couple that overdosed on it. Yeah. It was, like a pool clean, it was like a pool cleaner or something. Mm-hmm. I forgot what, what it was, but they took it and they ended up uh, getting sick. Uh, yeah. But the chloroquine, from what I heard, is is from what I research, I'll send you the links. Is kratom the the plant that I've been talking mm-hmm. about on this podcast? Um, it's the it's the cousin of the coffee plant, and it helped me get off of drugs. Um, that plant has chloroquine, but but the the structure of chloroquine um, in in this plant, and so. You know, I'm not saying to go out and buy Kratom and just start taking it like crazy, yeah. you know what I mean? But there's other plants and, and vegetables, obviously, if you look up online, that, that have the, the chloroquine or whatever that the, you know, because chloroquine is just a chemical that the, that they're able to extract and create into a pill. Right. But you can get that from, vo- from foods. It's mm-hmm. like vitamin D and vitamin C. Right. So tell the people how they can get a hold of you, how to get a hold of you guys as well. Well, we're, we're talking a lot about COVID-19 and you can go and see what, what our doctors have said a lot about this. We, we were ahead of the curve on this, um, and doing some, uh, live videos on YouTube, um, going back to January before this even hit in the U S our doctors were kind of preaching this gospel. So you can find us on YouTube. Uh, if you look up Tustin longevity center, T U S T I N longevity center, Tustin's the city we're in in Southern California. You can find our website at TLC doctors.com Tustin Longevity Center TLC doctors with an S at the end.com and uh, yeah find us here in Southern California um, give us a call at the office we accept insurance and most and all PPOs Medicare but um, really I mean whether you come see us or you don't or you visit our website or you don't we, we just want to get the info out there that we'll get through this this COVID-19 thing is pretty scary but um, there's stuff you can be doing right now to protect yourself and your family and let's just look at this time and, uh, you know, how blessed we are right now and reconnect with family, get things back in balance. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you, man, coming on oh, the man, show. I'm, I'm sorry fun. I got to cut it short, but the people next to us, uh, looks like they're about it's gonna to be a jam session. Yeah, it's going to be a jam. They're about to have a fucking concert next door. Awesome. And I don't, I don't want to, uh, compete with that. Yeah. Compete with that, man. And, uh, I'm just blessed to, uh, to be in a situation I am and I'm going to do whatever it takes to give back to you guys and to keep you guys going and keep you guys positive. And I'm giving you guys the, some great information, information that you won't see on TV or YouTube unless you know what you're looking for. Right. So I want to thank everybody, all my listeners internationally and nationally. I'll see you guys next week. I don't know who my guest is, but it'll be someone great, just like Talon. Once again, Talon, I'm honored to have you here, my brother. I will have you back. You know, as soon as this goes through, passes, we'll get you back and we'll talk about how 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 can we prevent ourselves from the next pandemic. Once again, I want to thank my listeners. I love you guys with all my heart. God bless you, and God bless 
United States of America. Amen. Later.